Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 19. I say it a lot, but you really do meet a lot of amazing people when you travel. This is one of the main reasons why I started this podcast. I'm so inspired by all the people I meet and their stories. So it's important to me to share all these stories through interviews on the podcast. I recently met a family from Buenos Aires that captures the essence of what travel is all about. The Maelos, Julian, Lorena, and Fabrizio from PorSiempreLaMoto.com. Julian and Lorena have been traveling by motorcycle since 2002. That's 18 years. During that time, they visited 118 countries, covered over 430,000 kilometers, and even had a child, their son Fabrizio. He's one of the most well-traveled and interesting kids I've ever met. And you'll hear him on the interview jumping in on some of the questions. They've recently passed through San Cristobal, uh, and a friend happened to run into Julian while they were here. My friend knew immediately that I'd love to hear their story and get them on the podcast. He told me about Julian and Lerena, and within minutes I had questions prepped and was interviewing them in one of the local squares here in town. They were leaving the next day, so the interview had to be done on the spot. I was really worried about the audio, but I actually really love how you can hear how vibrant and lively the city is in the background. And they didn't have a whole lot of time to spare, but we were able to have a short interview nonetheless. So to set the scene, Julian and Lorena set up a bunch of information about their travels when they arrive in new places. They had maps, pictures, and their story translated in 50 different languages. They set it all up around their motorcycle. I found them in a square in town. They were cleaning up their maps and pictures and getting ready to leave. People in the square were naturally gravitating around them. So when we started the interview, there was already a crowd. It only seemed to grow as the interview went on. I had such a fun time interviewing them in such an energetic setting. Most importantly, I had a great time getting to know them better and hearing about their incredible life. Okay, so here's my interview with Julian Lorena and Fabrizio from Por Siempre La Moto. Okay, I'm here on a really serendipitous interview um, here in San Cristobal in one of the main squares. And uh, a good friend of mine came across, uh, Julian. Yeah, my name is uh, Julian Maiello. He's an Italian family name. And I am traveling with my wife. She's Lorena. Um, now for the last five years, we have uh, Fabrizio. He's our son. He was born in Greece. Hello, Fabrizio. <laughs> he was born in Greece, in Athens. Um, we also used to travel with our dog, but he died two and a half years ago. Our dog traveled 14 years with us. And wow. He, yeah, he crossed 100 countries. Um, and tell me, just tell me a little bit more about what you're actually doing and how long you've been doing it. Uh, we are traveling for the last 18 years. We start on wow. 25 February 2002. Okay. Uh, 
we crossed already 118 countries on the same bike. 118? Yeah. Wow. Uh, we did 450,000 kilometers on the same bike. Wow. Okay. It's a, it's a Honda Africa Twin, uh, 1994. And where did you start? Uh, in Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. And what made you decide to travel like this? Uh, the main reason is because I like to travel on the motorcycle because I, I ride motorcycles since eight years old. Uh, the second good reason is because I like to see different cultures, different people. Right on. I think this is the, the most interesting point of the, the trip. Okay, and um, how do you actually decide on the destinations that you go to? Uh, we have the plan, but sometimes we must change the plans mm -hmm. for different reasons. But more or less, we decide from the beginning of the trip. But sometimes we must change the plan. Sure. But uh, it's, yeah, more or less, it's our our trip. We decide to do it this this trip. But our plan is to see all the countries in the world on okay. the same bike. So you actually plan out a specific route. Yeah, yeah. For example, now after here we go to Belize and then Central and South America. Okay. But we start a trip. We cross Uruguay, Brazil, Venezuela, and now the plan is to go to the other coast. To cross, Centro de Asia. Oh, okay, bueno. <laughs> to cross uh, Colombia, Ecuador, uh, Peru, Bolivia, and Chile. The Darien Pass. Yeah. And then, yeah. Wow, that's that's incredible and. Uh, I'm here, you have the, the bike out, and you have some, um, some photos and some translations of your story. Um, you also have uh, a collection uh, out. Is, is that, so people are coming and they're, they're donating and they're funding your trip. Is that the main source of no, how you fund it? No, no. Uh, from the beginning of the trip, we are, we are making a, a handicraft, like a bracelet, a necklace, earrings, and we stop for a while in different places. Uh, we show our trip with photos, and it's translated in 50 different languages. Wow. Uh, it's the same text, but in different languages. Sure. And when the people come and ask how you survive, uh, we explain to the people that we're selling t-shirts and bracelets to, to collect money and continue the trip. That's great, and I love how it's so sustainable. So, in the same vein of sustainability how do you keep the expenses low when you travel uh, for example we sleep always in tent or some sometimes the people invite to home but we cook we don't spend money in restaurants uh -huh. and luxury hotels sure uh, our budget is very low and most of the money that we spend is in fuel and sometimes tires or spare parts yeah uh, yeah and so so from here you guys are packing up right now Will you actually jump on the bike and ride out to actually camp somewhere? Uh, yeah, uh, for the last three days we camp. Uh, we met a biker. Uh, he's from San Cristobal. Um, he has a place. He has a big yard, and we put our tent uh, there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I do find that a lot of people that are that are um, traveling like this, it really forces you to uh, rely on the community and strangers and just people that, that want to, to help out. So it's uh, now, now it's more easy than when we started the trip in 2002. Now, now it's more easy because there is, a, 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 there is many, a, a, like a Facebook, a, a WhatsApp. Now you, you, you can communicate with a lot of people. 
uh, in the beginning of the trip was completely different. Yeah. Uh, it was not like, like today. Now you, you know what happened in the other part of the world. Exactly. Uh, now you can find people who, who yeah. invite you home. Um, yeah, now it's, now it's more easy, and, but I prefer like before. It was yeah. more adventure. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, so. that's interesting because I talk about on the podcast a lot the, um, the pros and cons of technology and how they can be a negative thing, but you are using it in a way that's very productive and you're reaching a lot of people. There's a lot of people that would be really inspired by your story and what you're doing. I, myself, am really fascinated and so glad I, I've met you. Actually, everybody can do it the same trip because yeah. we don't have uh, something special, but it's not easy because without money, it's, it's a little more difficult, but it's also good because like today we stopped uh, for for a while and we met a lot of people if you have the money uh, okay it's, it's good because you can go to the hotel or eat in the restaurant but you don't meet a lot of people or, or maybe you met a lot of people but not in the same way right because uh, sometimes the people come and invite to to, to home or oh, come with us or it's a different way to, to That's travel beautiful yeah it's, it's yeah it's good yeah and what's it like traveling with a family as well. Uh, after Fabrizio, after uh, after our son, is is it's not the same trip, but we do it. is 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 slower than before because we must earn double money because now we have a small car. Right. Um, but it's okay. Uh, we do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of the stories that I hear of uh, people that I interview it always comes back to the the idea that as as people as humans we're very adaptable and yeah. we're, we're able to actually make do in scarcity and and in in times of challenge and that's exactly what you're doing what would you say is the most difficult part of traveling like this what do you mean about country um, anything really so like just the the method of travel or even uh, the places that you visited uh, for us was <coughs> was a little difficult to we make our trip in in winter time in in europe in the north part of europe wow and it was not easy because uh, the road condition is not good it's frozen yeah and it's very cold i i drove my bike with minus 25 degrees is uh, is crazy wow. because for a thousand and thousand kilometers, uh, the other part of the world for us was difficult was India, for example, because to to ride a motorcycle in India is dangerous sure. every day, every second, because there is no rules, and we did around twelve thousand kilometers in India for six months, and we survived. Yeah. <laughs> but if you can if you can survive in India riding motorcycle in India, you survive. You can survive all over the world. <laughs> Okay, I love that. Yeah. And all right, I know that you're you're packing up, and you know you you need to be moving on. So I'll keep the interview short. The last question I have is: What is it about this lifestyle that what you? Is what? what is it about this lifestyle, this this method of travel that you love the most? Uh, I don't understand your question. What is it? What is it? What is it that you love the most? Ah, the do? most uh, of this life. Yeah. Of course, to, to ride a motorcycle because I love to ride a motorcycle, but also to to know how is the people. This is the I think is the is, is the best part of the trip uh, because it's amazing to cross the border and you met completely different people. Yeah, completely different. 
And this is the most interesting part of my trip, to meet the people, how they live, how they think about the, 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 the rest of the world. Uh, of course, on the motorcycle, because my passion is to, to ride the motorcycle. I can do it, of course, by maybe by uh, motorhome. is more easy. Right. But I prefer... Uh, on the motorcycle because it's my passion yeah it's more intimate for sure um, and the last question what's been your favorite country that you've been to uh, this is the most common question because Absolutely. everybody <laughs> makes me the same question it's a difficult one I, I, I don't know. know how to answer because you can just say Italy if you want <laughs> no <laughs> I I it's so difficult to say it's one for example I like Mongolia I wow. like Namibia uh, South Korea, New Zealand, uh, Greece. Um, it's not easy to, to, to say it's only one. Absolutely. It's not easy. But uh, the, the different countries have different different things to see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, okay. Julian, I really appreciate your time and uh, doing this last minute, this interview. It's, uh, it's really fascinating. I followed you on Instagram already. So would you like to share... Um, where people can find you and follow along. Yeah, our uh, is in Spanish. Uh, our website is por siempre la moto means forever the bike, but is por siempre la moto .com. Our Instagram is por siempre la moto. Uh, YouTube channel and what else? Uh, and Facebook page also. Okay. Por siempre la moto. Excellent, and I'll add it in the description of the podcast okay. to get the word okay. out. Cause... And also in Google, you can find us just to put Julian, Lorena, Trico, and Fabrizio. Trico was our dog. Okay. All right. Well, thank you again so much okay. for the time. I, I really enjoyed chatting briefly. And you leave tomorrow, so yeah. buen viaje, okay. uh, safe travels. Thank you. And uh, I hope our paths cross again sometime. Okay. Yeah, All right. Not? Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I wish the interview could have been much longer than that. But as I said, there were time constraints, unfortunately. I love the point that Julian made about traveling without a lot of resources. They've done and seen so much on a very limited budget. They have amazing adventures and live the life that they want to live regardless. And doing this on a limited budget seems to have only enhanced their experience. And I want to dive deeper into this idea and this concept. Their way of travel shows how traveling with limited resources forces you to rely on others. They don't rely on the hospitality industry, so restaurants and hotels, for example. Instead, they rely on the people they meet. This naturally forces deeper, more meaningful connections, and as a result, a more profound understanding of the cultures and the places that they travel to. When you have more resources, you may find yourself spending more money on comforts that will keep you only at the surface level of a culture. Now, this is certainly not always the case, but it's clear to see that Julian and Lorena's method of travel results in a much more intimate experience. Their way of travel is true travel. I'm inspired by their courage to immediately throw themselves right into the community by setting up their things right in the center of town for all to see. This encourages invaluable interaction and it's so exciting to be around. This is the essence of travel. This is what it's all about. Interactions, building a deeper understanding of each other. You 
better understanding the people of the places that you travel to, but also you offering yourself up for others to learn about you, your culture, and all of the things that make you who you are. It's not a one-way street. And so often, people will say that they travel to experience different cultures. And I agree. This is truly the most priceless aspect of travel. But it's not that often that I meet people that so purposefully accomplish this through their actions and their way of travel, like Julian and Lorena do. So I really hope you enjoyed this interview. And as always, keep cutting the noise to make room for what's essential. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel.